Thanks for listening to this podcast of Trending with Timory. If you haven't already subscribed, please catch us wherever you love to listen to your podcast, from the Relevant Radio app to Apple, YouTube, you name it, we are there. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to go and give us a five-star review to help other people discover the podcast. Anything you share in terms of episodes, whether it's texting it to a friend, posting on social media, helps to build up the kingdom for God to help confront the challenging issues we face as a culture, but with joy, with hope, and with an eternal perspective where our faith collides with everyday life, bringing eternal principles to help us live our life joyfully. Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. To the radio station that supports you heart and soul. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. It's my joy to be here. This is Timory. You're listening to Trending with Timory. I'm coming back feeling a little lighter. I think that's because I had a baby in the last six weeks. Uh, Praise the Lord. It's been such a joy to have our second baby, seeing her face to face after those nine months of bonding and waiting. Uh, I'll share more about that. And I'm so grateful. Thank you to everyone who has prayed for our family over the last six weeks. You may know we ended up in the NICU with our newborn Um, tons of things going on. I'll share more about that over the next day or two, but it's very fitting that we're kicking off this hour in prayer together because you have been praying for me. I've been praying for you, but let's pray together because here we are. We're in the middle of our pledge drive asking you to help support the work we do here at Relevant Radio. We need $3 million in total, and I have exciting news. We are $11,000 away from meeting our midway goal. So if someone can donate $11,000 right now, we're there. We've hit the halfway mark. That is a great place to be in at the end of the day, in the middle of our pledge week. So you can donate now online. Relevantradio.com is really the easiest way to go. If you're listening on the app, you can donate there. Just tap that banner or give us a call the old-fashioned way. That works too. 1-877-291-0123. But if you donate online on Relevantradio.com, you actually receive extra special perks uh, for donating that way because it takes a little less work, uh, manpower on our end to make that happen. And we have a special gift to give to you. There are these rosaries, beautiful emerald green. I insist I had to have one because green's my favorite color. Uh, we'll, we'll get more to that in just a moment. I'll tell you about these rosaries and more, but if you donate a dollar a day, uh, we were told there were only about 25 left, actually 24 left, but we just found out that since we have more medals that travel to Ireland, we can actually use those medals and have more of these rosaries made uh, for you. So if you can come in and give us a gift, of a dollar a day this year. Make that pledge, a little sacrifice. We will have that very special rosary to give to you. So let's kick it off. I'd love to pray with you. We're going to pray the memoire for a successful pledge drive here at Relevant Radio, meeting our need, and also praying for an end to abortion. So please join me today, this hour, this moment in prayer, invoking the intercession of Our Lady and turning to our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
And exciting news, by the way. Join us for a very special Family Rosary Across America tonight uh, as writer, speaker, and biblical scholar Dr. Scott Hahn actually prays with us tonight on the Family Rosary Across America with Father Rocky. All you have to do is tune in to pray for your intentions and the intentions of the families everywhere with Father Rocky and Dr. Scott Hahn tonight at 7 p.m. Central, the Family Rosary Across America, the happiest half hour of your day. Please join us here and spread the word that's coming up in a little less than an hour. As I was saying, I'm feeling a little lighter than I was here last night, last time. Fun fact, I had a baby uh, since I was with you last. I had our baby girl on the 28th of December, the Feast of the Holy Innocence, and it's been a whirlwind. Two babies, two baby girls, and God is good. You know, we're doing great. I'll share with you a little bit more over the next day or two with what's been happening with our family. I know many of you, praise the Lord, have been praying for our families. We ended up in the NICU for five days with a pretty serious heart and breathing condition for my daughter, uh, which I'll share with you. She's doing great. We're want monitoring, doing a wait and see, but she's thriving in, at home. And I'll share more details uh, in the next couple of days of what's been happening. Uh, but again, thank you. Thank you for praying for us and supporting us. I can't tell you I was very at peace during that time in the NICU. Uh, and I know it's because of our great faith. Praise God. I don't know how people would do it without it. Um, and because of the prayer that was supporting and surrounding us and that really led to her, her healing and being able to come home. So, so much to talk about today, um, one of which being the State of the Union and what happened there, a pro-life hero and activist and father, um, Mark Houck, uh, was actually a witness there of the pro-life movement at the State of the Union facing President Biden in the face of his radical pro-abortion remarks. Awkward moment. I am curious. This is more so like a kind of curiosity moment. Did you see that really awkward clip um, where uh, First Lady Jill Biden actually kisses on the lips Vice President Kamala Harris's husband and Douglas Emhoff? It was so awkward to watch. I mean, I'm cringing and I'm not sure if it was real or not. She kind of makes an awkward face after. And is has there been a statement made about this? But you can go and vote on my social media because I do want to know if you think this was intentional or not. I, I'm not into that unless you're my spouse. I mean, I don't even think it's really appropriate to kiss your children on the lips. Grant, at a certain age, I know my two-year-old like kind of just wanted to like give those smooches, but like we don't initiate that. I think that that's, you know, a level of starting to teach modesty and chastity in a certain respect. Anyway, go and vote. I am curious. Do you think that Jill Biden, um, oh, sorry, First Lady Jill Biden meant to kiss Vice President Kamala Harris's husband on the lips? I mean, that is, I guess, something maybe he's into. Oh, that's a whole nother conversation given Kamala Harris's past, but we're not going there today. We will talk more with Father Tim Grumbach later on today on the show about kind of gearing up into Lent, some drama in the Catholic world about what is too much for a sacrifice. It's our gentleman's hour today here on Trending. And so we're going to talk about those great sacrifices men are stepping forward to engage in during Lent and how that impacts your family definitely something to think about. Uh, we'll take some of your questions and we'll talk about St. Joseph today on Wednesday, uh, which is the day that the church really takes its focus and attention to St. Joseph. But I do want to give my thoughts here. 
for a moment. And if you're just joining me, Timory here. It's great to be back with you on Relevant Radio. You're listening to Trending with Timory. And so, okay, Sam Smith and Kim Petras. You've probably been hearing a lot about it. I'm sick of hearing about it, actually, quite frankly. The demonic, hellbent red performance at the Grammys this week. Uh, it's not anything new. It's not new. It's not trendy. It's not impressive that they did this uh, hell-depicted scene of their top-charting song, Unholy. Uh, it's, it isn't. There's nothing new about it. You know, when you really think about it, the depiction of art in history over the years has always depicted hell. And sometimes it's by people who are radically opposed to faith and God, but often it's actually people who are faith-filled, who have depicted uh, hell in art as an opportunity for us to ponder uh, hell, to avoid hell, to actually take it seriously. Uh, good art should tell something true. And the truth of the matter is, is that hell is real. And in some ways, although it's creepy and weird that Sam Smith and Kim Petras did what they did in this dicey performance, uh, and I'm not saying that we should even watch it per se, but they're depicting art in a way that isn't new. And if anything, it's good that we're thinking about the fact that hell is real. Uh, Grant, they're definitely inappropriate elements of the entire thing. But art depicts things that we even fear in Hell is something that we should fear. We should actually be praying out of inspiration for having seen or heard some depiction of hell. We should pray for uh, the virtue of fear of the Lord. Uh, it's one of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. And fear of the Lord helps us to want to never be separated from God, to, be, to fear that separation. And pondering and thinking about the reality of hell can actually lead us, it can actually lead us to move into that place where we're going, actually, that's some, a place I don't want to be. This is why I love, uh, for example, Great Lenten Companion. If you want to order something now, it's Preparation from Death by St. Alphonsus Liguori. He talks about hell. He talks about the reality of death that I think is a culture we don't think enough about. And so I think that's one of my big takes on seeing this whole Sam Smith and Kim Petras depiction of hell in this weird, unholy song there's nothing new about depicting hell. There's nothing trendy. And so on that side, I think that not seeing the performance is good, but it is good that it's making us think about the reality of it. But ponder for just a moment. It is interesting that the media is really pushing the fact that these two people, one who identifies as non-binary and another as transgender, right? So Sam Smith identifies as non-binary and Kim Petras is actually a man, a biological male who identifies as a transgender woman. So if a person says they're a transgender woman, that means they're actually the exact opposite biologically. So everyone's making a big deal about these two people making this great achievement. What's sad is that they keep uh, I think promoting these individuals based on not their talent, but their sexual orientation, which is just odd that as a society, we continue to objectify people in that way. But what I do think is interesting about that point is that here are two people who have clearly suffered and struggled with their sexual orientation, or might I argue disorientation, and who are struggling in general with their identity and who they are. 
And then we live in a culture that pushes, well, come out and come out is identifying as something having to do with your sexuality. And we know Sam Smith has actually written songs about his encounters with the men he's been with, stories, his experiences. Again, art tells the truth. And here's something that tells the truth. This individual, these two individuals that are self-proclaimed Sam Smith non-binary and biological male who's calling himself a female, Kim Petras, who identifies as transgender, isn't it interesting that they're depicting this story of hell? Because the transgender movement, the transgender identity, that pain, that struggle is an absolute living hell for the person who's going through it. That's why we should have the utmost compassion for those who are struggling with these identity issues, who are being pushed, especially children, to go through with transgender medications that damage their bodies permanently. Surgical castration, damage to the body. I mean, this is something we need to understand the reality of and see that through art, we're actually hearing and seeing something very real about what's happening in the culture, the need to ponder hell, and the fact that that transgender non-binary identity is a living hell for people. And we shouldn't just go along with the narrative that we should be celebrating these identities that is actually causing people deep pain and sorrow today. You're listening to Trending with Tim Ray. More to say, Father Tim Grumbach coming back with me in just a moment. Coming up is Father Rocky. I'll be back with Father Tim in just a moment. Hi, this is Father Rocky, CEO of Relevant Radio and your host for the Family Rosary Across America. Have you heard about the gifts we have today at the dollar-a-day level? My Irish-German eyes are smiling. It's a beautiful marble bead green Irish rosary and a St. Patrick medal, which traveled with Drew to holy sites in Ireland. The rosary has a miraculous centerpiece and an ornate Celtic crucifix. It really has the look of a rosary from the old country. It's boxed if you like to give it as a gift. The set includes the rosary, a St. Patrick holy card with the Irish blessing prayer on the back, and a satin-lined gift box. The gorgeous green marbled bead Irish rosary and St. Patrick medal is our special thank you gift for a donation of a dollar a day to Relevant Radio. Give online now at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Those are the quickest ways to give, but if calling is your only option, give us a ring, 877-291-0123. Timory here, you're listening to Trending with Timory. We'll get back to Father Tim Grumbach joining us in just a moment. But we're here in the middle of our pledge drive raising money. We need to raise $3 million this week. And guess what? We are $6,000 away from meeting our midway mark. We're here on Wednesday. We only have two days left. It would be great if we could end the day halfway funded, working toward our goal. We're a little behind. We can make that up, though. If you can help support us, we need $6,000. I'd love to see that in the next three minutes. Maybe you can donate $100. Maybe you can make that mark and actually donate $6,000 right now. Whatever you can get, $5 to $600 or more, you can donate online, relevantradio.com. It's the easiest way to give. It's secure. Talk your tax write-off, getting ready for those taxes next year. Who's already done their taxes? I have definitely not. I always wish I did sooner, and I always barely hit into that deadline. Praise the Lord, my husband started doing our taxes. But I digress. We need $6,000. Oh, great news. That's 1000 down. Thank you to those who have stepped up. We need $5,000. And we have a special gift today, Kale, for those who would like to support us at Relevant Radio. These beautiful emerald green rosaries. The medals on them are 
have been traveling all over Ireland and some of the most holy places in the history of our faith and the life of St. Patrick. And although we only have 13 left, Kale, we just found out during this hour only, although we only have 13, we actually were able to contact our suppliers and we have more medals. We can have more rosaries made. So if you donate a dollar a day right now this hour, we will get you one of those beautiful rosaries, but only this hour, Kale. I love that. So you will not be disappointed. And, and really, if you call in right now and come in at that dollar a day level, at least we're going to give you a couple of different gifts. It's a double play. You're going to get not only the Emerald Rosary from the Emerald Isle with the St. Patrick's Medal, you're also going to get a beautiful book called Jesus, I Trust in You, a personal retreat with the Litany of Trust by Sister Faustina Maria Pia, who was a guest on The Inner Life yesterday. So check out the podcast if you missed that one. And guess what? If you give online, we'll make it a dollar a day triple play. We're also going to throw in an extra gift, which is a beautiful talk by Father James Kabicki on the heart of Jesus and his love for you, his burning love for each one of us. So if you'd like to receive those gifts, call in right now, 877-291-0123, or donate on the relevant radio app. It's secure. It's quick. It's easy. And you can also go to the website, relevantradio.com. Give from the heart. This is our winter pledge drive. We only do this four times a year. And we want you to come through for us as we know that you will do. You always do it. Give from the heart. Relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Thank you so much. You're listening to Trending with Timory, where you can discuss what matters most to you. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149. So good to be back with you, Timory here. Wow, what a last uh, couple of hours here at Relevant Radio. We're working through our fundraiser. Thank you for supporting us. Father Tim Grumbach with me today. And it's this theme of St. Joseph that we have on our hearts and minds in the liturgy of the church, in the heart of the church every single Wednesday. We dedicate and turn our focus towards St. Joseph just as Saturday is focused on Our Lady. And Father Tim, you are hot and heavy off of a weekend retreat, uh, preaching specifically on St. Joseph. And you and I were talking about how important the role of St. Joseph and the Holy Family is in understanding that they lived a daily life just like we do. And this is so relevant to me, you know, having just had a newborn a couple days after Christmas, I get that daily life that St. Joseph lived out, yet we often don't think about how relevant and close to us his daily life was, but could be very spiritually beneficial if we pondered more often. Yeah, it was a beautiful weekend uh, up with some of the men of a a missionary house here in Los Angeles called Zion House. And they just this, this beautiful group of men who have just dedicated themselves to right now, you know, living the single life and living in community and just offering themselves for the mission of the church in Los Angeles. And they every springtime they get away for a retreat. And so we went on up to Yucca Valley and just kind of got away from the city of Los Angeles itself out into the desert and just spent some time praying with St. Joseph, right? It was so much more than just uh, information about St. Joseph, but really trying to get him know, get to know him better as a, as a friend, as a brother, as a father. Uh, because if God was willing to let Joseph be his father, then it is good for us to let Joseph be our father as well. And one of the talks that they wanted me to give was how uh, 
Joseph was a was just a family man or just a family man. So the idea of Joseph being a just man, which means something very specific in the scriptures in the Old Testament and then into the New, but then just you know in English it works for us as just a man as well. Is that yeah he he was it took incredible faith to be a father to God in this life, but there was something about his daily life, the the joys and the sorrows he was willing to enter into that made it so you can say that in a way, Joseph was just a man and a just man. So it it gave us an opportunity uh, for these men who are missionaries and myself just to reflect on the way that in their daily lives, the Holy Family was holy, yes, because of the Son of God, because of the Blessed Mother, because of St. Joseph, the terror of demons, so much of that. But it's because they, they sanctified our daily lives, uh, our joys and our sorrows, because they welcomed God into their life in a very tangible mm-hmm. way. And so that's mm-hmm. what I'd love to talk about a little bit is you know, how our, our daily lives are what make us into saints and how St. Joseph can guide us through that. Let's talk about the idea of tangibly living out that justice by what you're saying. You know, you mentioned how we depict St. Joseph in conversations being that just man. What does that look like for men today in imitation of him in those simple moment-to-moment interactions? Yeah, and we think so often like this beautiful little book called The Read of God, which is actually a devotional about Mary, about the Blessed Mother, written by Carol Hauslander, but it can be attributed to St. Joseph so much as well and the Holy Family living that daily life is that Carol Hauslander suggests that people have cultivated a strange thing that we call the quote unquote spiritual life in which we think that, you know, anything that we do that is not time spent in prayer, in the chapel, at church, doing anything like that, novenas and devotions, that somehow anything but that is wasted time. But she suggests, and this really, you know, this was before Vatican II and the emphasis on a universal call to holiness. Uh, she was already writing that, you know, that the time spent washing clothes and, and doing the dishes and, you know, changing the kids' diapers and whatever it might be, that those are a part of our journey to heaven as well. And that anything that properly belongs to our vocation is something that can be offered in an act of worship to God. And so every part of our lives becomes an altar in which we offer our sacrifice. And, and just knowing that, you know, St. Joseph as a, a just man, that he would have brought all of that into his daily life through the work that he did, that he, the, the things that he showed Jesus how to do, how, how to build, how to, I, I love to think that Joseph showed Jesus how to wash feet even so that, you know, we don't hear a lot from Joseph or anything really, but we see some of his actions. But I, I think more and more we see in Jesus what some of the things that Joseph taught him while he was growing up. And if he could have that kind of influence on God himself, think about the kind of influence that St. Joseph could have on us if we're looking at the way that he lived his daily life, knowing that that is a part of our own sainthood too. Oh, I love that idea of you saying that you'd think that St. Joseph may have taught Jesus how to wash his feet by washing his own feet, right? And we see this great act of offering and sacrifice that uh, Jesus lives out in that Last Supper uh, in a time culturally where I mean, to show someone the bottom of your foot is considered offensive, right? Even today, uh, if you're of Middle Eastern descent, you know, to have your feet kind of sticking up to, for someone to see the sole of your feet is considered rude. Why? Because in the Middle East, people's feet were very dirty. And so for Jesus to go and wash someone's feet, it's kind of one of the lotus tasks in a certain respect that you could perform. Yet that's part of what fatherhood or daily life, especially as a man is. Men are called to sacrifice. And that sacrifice of teaching some of the most mundane tasks that St. Joseph taught Jesus. I mean, I'm just thinking about it relevantly. 
we've been teaching our daughter how to be potty trained, like, right? And, you know, it comes with all of its accidents and challenges. Those humble moments as a father, St. Joseph would have lived out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this weekend also gave me a chance to reflect with the men about my relationship with my own dad and how many awesome things that I can think of, you know, going mountain biking with my dad, uh, playing banjo with my dad, all these really fun things. But some of the things that I will remember the most is just, you know, after school, I would go over to dad's shop uh, where he was a locksmith for 40 years and and just remember him being behind the counter and just meeting people. And, you know, sometimes, you know, he'd have close relationships with these people and sometimes they're just people he'll never see again. And just his, his attention to them and and how his attention to detail and the work that he did, uh, that he could fix almost anything. That's Father Tim Grumbach here on Trending with Tim Ray. We'll be right back taking your questions, especially as we approach Lent, back for our weekly Gentleman's Hour here on Trending with Tim Ray. It's so good to be back with you. Okay, we're working our way toward our need. So exciting. And if we have $2,000 donated in the next couple of minutes, we will be halfway to our goal of $3 million. That's right. We'll hit... $1,500,000, that's where we, $500,000, so I say, that's where we need to be. We have, although we only have 10 of these rosaries left, I heard that if you actually donate this hour, we have enough medals to make some extra rosaries made. So if you come in at that dollar a day gift level, $365 for the year, we will be giving you this beautiful dress. Oh my goodness, Kale, I have some news. I have some news. Let's hear it. We just hit our goal. We are halfway funded here at Relevant Radio. Thank you so much. Wow, this this is incredible. Thank you to all of our faithful listeners and supporters who made this possible. Would you like to get in on this? You can call 877-291-0123. Give from the heart at RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app. And Timory, it's Gentleman's Hour on your program. I want to highlight some gentlemen who have given today. Joseph in Leland, Illinois, has come in with a gift. Thank you so much, Joseph. I really appreciate you and your gift to Relevant Radio. We also want to thank Mark in Canada. He is coming in really hot. I, I, this is a great—he's a new donor. Hey, I love it when Canadians donate. I have to I have to give you your props, Mark. I really appreciate you. Also want to thank Ken in Hawaii— We're all over the globe. We're all over the United States, from Hawaii, from Maui to Maine, as Father likes to say. He's coming in at that dollar a day level. It's a recurring gift as well. There's a new market for us here at Relevant Radio. So thank you, Ken. We're going to send you out uh, one of those beautiful rosaries and also the book by Sister Faustina Maria Pia called Jesus, I Trust in You, a 30-day personal retreat with the Litany of Trust. You can get both of those if you call in, 877-291-0123. But if you go online, we'll throw in an extra gift. We'll make it a triple play. The beautiful talk on the heart of Jesus by Father Kabicki will be sent to you. He's never given this talk before. It's exclusively for Relevant Radio listeners like you. Give from the heart on the app, on the website, relevantradio.com, or 877-291-0123, Timory. And gentlemen, maybe you don't necessarily need or want this particular rosary. I think it's beautiful green emerald, but you can save it for a lady friend. That includes your mom, your sister, your girlfriend, your wife, your daughter. And you can donate in their honor, especially as we approach Valentine's Day. Maybe you know someone who doesn't really need a gift, but you can make that donation, especially for your mom. What a great gift to give. My mom always gives us gifts on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Maybe that's a gift you can give to your mom this Mm, Valentine's Day. 
RelevantRadio.com, Relevant Radio app, easiest ways to give. 1-877-291-0123. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. If you haven't heard the news, I keep thinking of Pride and Prejudice. Sister, sister, have you heard the news as Mrs. Bennett's talking to her sister? Um, I am here. It's Timory. You're listening to Trending with Timory. I'm back. Been snuggling up with my baby girls, two of them now. I give birth on the 28th of December. We're already six weeks old today. And praise God, you know, I'm able to work from home and really work while the girls are home. I know a lot of people are talking. It is too soon. It is too soon to go back to work. Um, But luckily, you know, I insisted. When I knew that I wanted to be a mom, I was very careful and thoughtful with what jobs I chose and kind of how I prepared my heart and my mind and my yes and no's to what I would be involved in. And that's so important, I think, in today's culture, knowing our mission and always keeping our primary vocation responsibilities in line. Uh, it's important. And so I'm playing that balancing act, right, while trying to get everything done while the girls are sleeping. Uh, but it's great to be with you. Father Tim Grumbach is joining me today here on Relevant Radio. And we've had some questions come in. If you don't know Father Tim, he's been a guest and friend of Trending for many years now, just since he was actually ordained a priest. And he's now serving as the chaplain at Bishop Alamini High School in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. Father Tim, during our gentleman's hour today, we've had some questions coming in uh, leading up to the excitement of my being back on the show. And this question from Luke on Instagram really stood out to me. And if you want to ask a question, I threw it up on my Instagram story so you can ask a question now as well as on my Facebook story. Uh, but the question from Luke is this. It has to do with fasting and asceticism. Uh, we've seen this trend, Father Tim, and I know you and I have even kind of been involved in it in our own um, discernment and fasting of moving more toward asceticism, the history of the church of making more sacrifices sacrifices, doing more fasting, um, abstaining from more things than we really have over the last 60 years or so in the church. And there's been this controversy, especially on Twitter and social media, and I've even experienced it a little bit myself, of when fasting and asceticism can go too far for a man and it impact his family. And so Luca's asking about that impact of men's fasting and asceticism and programs such as Lent and Exodus 90. Uh, and I'd like to get your thoughts on that. I know I have some myself from our experience in our home. Yeah, and I know I've been through Exodus 90 a couple of times, and the most important thing about it is communication while fasting and doing it in community, you know, communication within community. And a temptation towards fasting is to for it to be something that we do by ourselves, that we, we do it ex- ex- exclusively and absolutely in secret, right? We, we worry about Jesus's words, not to do it in public, not to do it to be seen, but we have to find that right balance that Jesus is encouraging us not to fast in order to be seen, but that there are some times that we need to be seen making that sacrifice. We need to be seen uh, loving in such a way that it will inspire others. I mean, we just heard the gospel on this last Sunday that Jesus says, let your light shine so that others may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly father. And so if everything we were doing, including our fasting, was to be done completely in secret, would people see it and be inspired themselves? So we just have to be careful to not do it in order to be seen by others, but to do it within a community. And you know, Exodus 90, at least in the, the Catholic circles on, on the Twitter, got uh, really a negative rap over the, the, uh, this last month or so since it began. Can you uh, give a little like, men sparks for note? Easter. Yeah, can you give a little sparks note of what Exodus oh, 90 is for those who don't know and then a little controversy? 
Yeah, sure thing. So it was something that was actually developed, I believe, for some seminarians in yes. their community life. And there were some vices that they wanted to be rid of, be healed from, and to experience freedom. And I, I know that one of those was something like pornography and, and, and other experiences like that. And so they took inspiration from the book of Exodus and said, over 90 days, we're going to read a little bit from the book of Exodus, <clears throat> which is a story of freedom, not just from <clears throat> political or physical slavery, but from idolatry as well and vice so that they could spend those 90 days uh, entering into the same freedom that the people of the Exodus, the people of Israel experienced. And it involves a, a, a pretty particular list of uh, sacrifices to make over those 90 days and right at the top of the list normally for people is cold showers and that's the one that men <laughs> usually complain about the most is to take short cold showers every day uh, but there's also a lot of things no eating between meals no desserts and some of the most important things i think are something like if you're going to spend a certain amount of money you have to talk to your your community of men that you're doing Exodus 90 with, it's not meant to be done alone, right? It wasn't one person that escaped from Egypt that was freed from Egypt, it was a whole community. Uh, and so to spend a certain amount of money, you have to talk to your community or talk to your spouse so that they can agree with you, like this is a, an important purchase for you to make. And so uh, there's a lot of things like that. And I know there's some language that uh, is difficult for some people. I remember when I first did it, there was, it was saying, I don't know if it still says this, but it, was say, it would say things like, you know, you could fast from food and not watch TV. And, but if you don't take the cold showers, if you leave one thing out, you're not really doing Exodus 90. And Personally, there are some men who are inspired by language like that, but it didn't exactly inspire me. And I know that there are some men who mm. felt real scrupulous about that. Like, mm -hmm. I, I failed because I couldn't do this right. one thing. And it's like, right. well, you did everything else though, right? And, and did that open your heart to receive what God wanted to give to you during that time? That's an important question to right. have. So each community of men is supposed to have a spiritual director as well to, to gently walk them through this experience as well. And so it can be done right. poorly. It mm -hmm. can be done very fruitfully as well. You're making me think of just kind of that masculine character that, you know, sometimes men, oftentimes men can be kind of an all or nothing black or white type of individual, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's an intensity and a robustness to men, a passion to men that I think is so beautiful. When you take something, uh, it's strong, right? It's it's something to admire. And when you take something like Exodus 90, that is a real challenge, all the fasting, all of the limitations on spending, the cold showers. I remember you having a brain freeze the first time you did Exodus 90 from the cold showers in the winter. You take all yeah. of that, and I think some men go, okay, I'm not doing everything, so I'm going to quit. Or I'm in community, and we're collaborating over this, and I'm not quite doing all of it, so I'm just going to hide and not share where I'm struggling. Or mm -hmm. I can even share, Father Tim, you know, where in our own house, you know, my husband... I so appreciate and admire uh, some of the sacrifices he makes aesthetically. You know, he really wakes up at about 4, 4.30 uh, every day so that he actually has time to exercise and pray, but still be present, you know, to our family. And he really does try to fast and fast for specific intentions. And he had been in the midst of a very intense fast leading up to us finding out about his big job and uh, this offer out of the blue coming up for us to move back to California. I know that's a fruit of prayerful fasting, but there have also been moments where sometimes the fasting has been a little bit of a burden on the family. And I know I get hangry and men, gentlemen, as robust and strong 
as you guys can be in character and capacity, you guys get hangry too. And I know there have been moments mm-hmm. where you know it wasn't always maybe appropriate uh, for that to happen. I had a friend I was just talking to her a couple weeks ago, and she was like, "I thought that some of this asceticism was supposed to make these guys more virtuous, but it's just making them mm-hmm. mean." And I remember a friend mm-hmm. of mine. Uh, we were talking. We were talking about how you know. We were maybe a little less apt when that those hangry moments happen to ask for help in times of maybe need because, you know, you're trying to support this fast, but it's also becoming a burden. And so I was just talking to Patrick, one of my producers here, Father Tim, and he commented on with Exodus that Exodus 90 isn't meant to be a burden to your wife. Um, So he gave the example, for example, if your wife wants to watch a show with you and it's a good show, uh, she really shouldn't be denied. I kind of disagree with the whole show thing um, in terms of like it shouldn't have to be like that you're watching TV. But let's say if there's a really special meal or maybe you're fasting from dinner or breakfast and your spouse wants to share a meal, you've not been with her all day or you haven't shared a dinner or breakfast all week. I think that breaking that fast a little bit, perhaps to share a meal, to enjoy that encounter is something you know that could potentially be done. It's supposed to tear the family apart. It's not supposed to help vice grow in our lives. And sometimes the greatest fast is to receive hospitality that somebody mm. wants to give to you. Mm-hmm. Um, while also recognizing, yeah, sometimes there's emergencies too where you have to break your fast. Yeah? Part of Exodus 90, they recognize you need to get your rest too. So you need a full night's sleep. That's a part of the sacrifice as well. And that means sacrificing, getting some work done from time to time. But But then you consider if there's an emergency, I would say like, Oh, if I get a call and I have to go to the hospital, oh, do I break my fast of getting a full night's sleep? Of course I do. And so it requires some patience with ourselves, depending on the circumstances. But if you hold so uh, tightly to your fast that you are hurting your relationships with people, that is obviously against the whole spirit of Exodus 90 and the freedom that the fasting is supposed to lead to. Okay, Father Tim, I'm getting really excited for Lent coming up. We're going to have to talk more about things that can be done, but you can join Exodus 90. And if you are doing it, I'd love to hear from you. Some of the fruits, maybe some of the challenges. You can reach out to me on social media. Just follow me at Timmerie, T-I-M-M-E-R-I-E, where we've also tagged Father Tim Grumbach. He'll be back with us again soon here on Trending to talk about things we can do this Lent. We're just a couple weeks away, and I can't wait to dive into this season of Lent. I was starting to brainstorm and prayerfully discern what we might work in, work on. And that's something I would kind of add to that question from Luca about the effects of fasting and things such as asceticism uh, and the impact on your wife. You need to prayerfully discern if God is calling you to this sacrifice or to do this thing um, to grow your spiritual life. Because sometimes we make commitments to do things such as St. John Vianney only eating potatoes. The devil used to mock him for being a potato eater. Why? Because it kind of was becoming a sacrifice about him and what he was so bent on doing rather than perhaps what God was actually calling him to do. So you're listening to Trending with Tim. It's Father Tim Grumbach. We've tagged him on social media. I'll be right back here on Trending to talk about the State of the Union, some drama over a kiss between First Lady and First Man here, if you heard about it. I'd love to hear your vote on this. We'll talk about that in a moment. And also just what happened at the State of the Union in a wonderful, wonderful visitor who participated in the State of the Union, I think being the face of the pro-life movement. We'll be back in just a moment. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. Hello, Drew. Hey. I just wanted to give a thanks to Relevant Radio and and you and, and all the programs there. It's really helped me out in the last few years. 
Um, I have had a hard time getting back to confession. Uh, yesterday, I finally went. You know, that absolution just was a, a definite weight off my shoulders. And, uh, and I just hopefully pray that I can continue to follow the Lord until the day I die. Well, so. What a beautiful testimony. Take his advice. If you've been away 40 years, he was away from the faith. 40 years away from the sacrament of reconciliation. Try it. Go back. You'll feel that same weight lift. This miracle moment was brought to you by you. Make a tax-deductible donation now to support our mission at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Or call 877-291-0123. It's a special and sometimes frustrating time of the year. We're coming up on St. Valentine's Day. And, you know, maybe you don't know what to get someone. Maybe it seems frivolous. Maybe you want to give a gift to your mom, your wife. Well, donate in their name. If they are Catholic, if they love Relevant Radio, or they love to support a good mission, make a donation in their name, relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app. We need to raise $10,000 in the next 15 minutes to continue to meet our need. We're not quite halfway there, and the pledge drive is more than halfway done. Uh, so if you can help support us, we need to make up um, some money here for Relevant Radio. And if you can donate a dollar a day, although we are out of... I was told we were out of these medals, these beautiful medals that are on the rosaries or out of the rosaries um, with the medals that travel all over Ireland. Well, we actually found out we have more medals that can be turned into rosaries by our supplier. So if you can, although they said we were out, if you can donate in the next 15 minutes, we will have a rosary for you. Beautiful emerald green just coming at that dollar a day, $365 for the year level. And it is yours, relevantradio.com or the relevant radio app. And Kale, we've had two people step forward, giving $5,000 each. I just saw that. Yes. In Salinas, California, in Altoona, Wisconsin. Thank you for supporting the work we're doing here at Relevant Radio. That's incredible. You know, our suppliers are coming through for us with more rosaries, and our God always supplies all of our needs. That's what St. Paul says in the New Testament, and that is happening through you. And some people, Timory are called to give a little bit more because maybe they have more means. Maybe God's uh, uh, graced them with these means. And they say, you know, I, I want to make a big contribution. And you can do that right now. 877-291-0123. No gift is too big. No gift is too small either because it's all about giving from the heart. And that's really what the theme of our pledge drive is. Give from the heart right now. And you can do that by calling 877-291-0123 or going to the app. We're having a huge hour uh, this hour of trending. We are over the $30,000 mark. We just passed the $31,000 mark for this hour. Thank you so much for your generosity. It's Gentleman's Hour. The gentlemen are coming through. Love to see it. Thomas in Nevada has come in at that dollar a day level. He's going to get that book. If you come in at least a dollar a day, we're going to send you the Litany of Trust book, a personal retreat with the Litany of Trust, Jesus, I Trust in You by Sister Faustina Pia. And we're also going to send you, we're going to get these from our suppliers. Trust me, we're going to get those St. Patrick's rosaries to you and the St. Patrick's medal. You're not going to want to miss this. Go to relevantradio.com or the app and we'll throw in an extra gift, a beautiful talk on the heart of Jesus. Give from the heart, 877-291-0123, the Relevant Radio app and relevantradio.com. We're here for you. You're listening to Trending with Timory, where you can discuss what matters most to you. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149. 
I mentioned we need to raise $10,000. We have about 10,000 min 10, minutes, 10 minutes left in the show. Uh, someone just donated about $1,000, so we need $9,000 to go. Thank you for supporting us. Todd, thank you for supporting the work we're doing here at Relevant Radio. We have rosaries only available this hour. I was able to ask some questions. I found out, Josh told me that we can actually still give rosaries out, even though they said we were out. You will get one if you donate just a dollar a day here to us at Relevant Radio, one 291 or Relevant Radio. Again, we have $9,000 to go to meet our need this hour. Okay, so let's just talk for a brief moment because I really do want to know what people think about this and you can go and share with me on social media. State of the Union address, I know not the most important thing, but really awkward moment, uh, really awkward moment when First Lady Jill Biden totally planted one on the lips of Kamala Harris's husband, Douglas Emhoff. Did anyone else see how awkward this whole thing was? They played it off, which kind of makes me wonder if it was meant to be. She kind of makes a face after. And I don't know, maybe I'd have bad breath and she didn't mean to do it. Uh, But go and tell me what you think on social media. I did put a poll up there on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just follow me at Tim Reed, T-I-M-M-E-R-I-E. A little bit of a laugh, but I am curious because some people do do this. Uh, And, you know, you never know with Kamala Harris's husbands, just to say. I come from California. We have a long history of knowing what Kamala Harris has been up to. Uh, But let's talk about some not gossip for a moment, and that is Mark Houck being at the State of the Union address. We had some of the most radical pro-abortion statements ever made at a State of the Union address by President Biden calling on Congress to restore the right, whatever that is. There's no right to abortion. He says to restore the right to abortion. He even promised to veto any so-called national abortion ban that Congress might pass and send to his desk. And people are outraged to just see that he is using and willing to use veto power against the will of the people. We know that the vast majority, vast majority, nearly all Americans want abortion to be completely banned in the third trimester. And many, most people are actually not even okay with abortion in the second trimester. And yet he's saying he'd veto that against the belief, the strongly held pro-life beliefs of people, at least in the last trimester, but against the strongly held pro-life beliefs of people across the nation. And this isn't just a moment where we say, oh, well, we're split somewhat 50-50 on abortion. No, you're talking about people who say it's not right to kill babies. I think that we should err on the side of caution and safety and respect for human life. And so I do think it speaks volumes that one of the guests at the State of the Union address was Mark Houck. Mark Houck, who was held at gunpoint by the FBI who broke down into his house, terrifying his children, holding his family at gunpoint, scaring his children upstairs, not even allowing him a proper sweater and everything he could, arresting him in front of his family for doing what? Mark Houck is a passionate, passionate, faith-filled Catholic man and father who is a strong pro-life prayerful activist who prays in front of abortion clinics, and who talks and counsels women to help them choose life for their children and help give them the support and really the things necessary, those resources necessary to go through 
with having and keeping their babies. And he was arrested for telling a man who laid hands and was getting in the face of one of his young sons to lay off. He kept telling the man to lay off over and over again as his son was there prayerfully and peacefully trying to intervene in the lives of these women and children. And this man who was a volunteer for the abortion clinic was getting in the face of his son. Mark told him to back off on countless occasions. The man didn't back off and the guy shoved him. And when I say the guy, Mark shoved this man who was in the face of his son and he was concerned about his safety. When you tell someone to back off enough times, it is natural to push someone away and maybe even push them a little hard. So that's one of the reasons why Mark was under investigation. Well, he's been completely exonerated this past week. FBI never should have broken into his home, held him at gunpoint, or been so violent in front of his children, or even raided his home to begin with. This was the outright targeting of a pro-life man trying to silence voices such as yours and mine. I can tell you I have family members and friends who are terrified for my safety if I'm out in public because of what was done to Mark Houck. I'm not as afraid or worried because the reality is, is that truth is on our side. But it is scary when moments like this happen. But the truth of the matter is truth and justice and fidelity reigned in this situation. And Mark Houck was there in attendance in front of a radically pro-abortion president who thought that it was okay to tout abortion, the killing of children and the damage to women's bodies in the State of the Union address. Praise God for pro-life warriors like Mark Houck and others, and for those in the Congress and Senate, and who serve this country to defend life. And thank you to everyone who's been a passionate pro-life voice. We celebrated the first Roe versus Wade, not celebrating it, but recognizing abortion is not legal the way it was last year. Okay, here we are in our pledge drive. It's the end of the day, and we need to raise a thousand more dollars this hour to meet our need of forty thousand dollars for this hour. And we have some special gifts to give to you. We were told we were out of those special rosaries, but they are available only for the next five hours. We were able to contact our supplier and get a handful more. So if you can come in at that dollar a day level, one dollar a day. for the whole year. We will have a special, beautiful emerald green rosary. The metal on it has actually traveled all over Ireland, even to some of those altars at Kale, where when mass was illegal, the celebration, the holy sacrifice of mass was illegal, there would be these altar rocks. I've been to Ireland, one of the most beautiful places in the world, and there would be all over these little rock shrines where mass used to be celebrated in secret, where mass would be celebrated publicly even, in secret. And there's one particular rock shrine, altar shrine, where St. Patrick himself was, and the metal was taken and touched to this shrine. And so this rosary with these special medals can be yours, but they're only available the next few minutes. If you can support us here at Relevant Radio, Kale, tell us how people can donate now. It's really easy, Timory. They can simply call 877-291-0123. Friendly operators are standing by, but it's far easier. It actually helps us because it takes less manpower to do this. If you go online, do it through the app. It is fast. It is secure. You'll be in and out in 60 seconds. Relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app. If you give online, we're going to throw in an extra gift because if you come in at that dollar-a-day level, Timory, We're going to send you a beautiful book about a personal retreat with the litany of trust called Jesus, I Trust in You by Sister Faustina Maria Pia. 
one of the Sisters of Life. She was on the Inner Life yesterday. Catch that interview by uh, by podcast. I love the Sisters of Life. They're they're just amazing. I just I break down in tears every time I hear one of them talk. I just can't help it. I just love their vocation. I'm going to send you that book plus the Rosary. Plus, if you give online, we're going to send you that talk by Father Kabicki on the heart of Jesus, the love of Jesus. And you're right, Timory. I, I think Drew Mariani. Not only did he take those St. Patrick medals with him to all these various shrines and holy places in in Ireland, but rumor has it, I think he also took them on a pub crawl as well. I don't know. There might have been a couple of Guinnesses involved. If I know Drew, that's probably what happened. So, hey, I want you to join the celebration. Oh, Timory, I got to tell you this. This is incredible. This just happened a moment ago. An anonymous donor in Lansing, Illinois, has also given $5,000. That's three $5,000 gifts this hour. That is amazing. Thank you so much. And because it was Gentleman's Hour, I'm going to throw in another guy, Frank in Rockford, Illinois. Thank you, Frank, coming in at that dollar-a-day level. Daryl in Appleton, Wisconsin, did the exact same thing. Thank you, Daryl. It's time to give the ladies some love, though. Ellen in San Antonio has come in. Thank you, Ellen. Delphina in Hacienda Heights. That's a beautiful name. Delphina in Hacienda Heights, California. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Delphina in Hacienda Heights, California, out in your neck of the woods, has come in. Uh, with a gift as well. Thank you, Delphina. Thank you for listening to Relevant Radio and for donating. Please pray for us. Uh, If you can't give, you can always pray. But if you can commit at that dollar a day level, it's less than the price of a cup of coffee. I mean, inflation is running rampant. But we want to give back to you these wonderful gifts that will help you to pray. And by the way, speaking of the rosary, these emerald rosaries, and and Mm. there's one coming your way, Timory. I know you love that color. That's your color. I don't want to make people green with envy, but uh, if, if you get that rosary, you can pray with not only Father Rocky, but Scott Hahn tonight is joining yes. the family rosary across America. This is really exciting. Love Dr. Hahn. He's a great, great guy, great scholar, and a great man of faith. So uh, please stay tuned. In just a few minutes from now, they're getting warmed up there. I think. I know that you do these vocal exercises before all the shows. <laughs> I've heard it. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of scared me when I heard it, but... Uh, but I think they, they might be doing that right now behind the scenes. But 877-291. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm losing my voice, I think. 877-291-0123. Give from the heart, the Relevant Radio app, Timory. And you know what? We're $225 away from our need this hour. If you can donate $225 right now, pick up the phone, one 877 or relevantradio.com. We have just about a minute to go, seconds to go. Please hurry, make your donation relevantradio.com thank you so much for supporting us here at relevant radio we actually broke a record this hour we did in terms of what we've uh, been able to raise 85 people stepped forward this week thank you alex brandon michael john peter john all of you for your support of us here at relevant radio it's been a great night we'll be back next with the family rosary across america with scott hahn